Hello and welcome to Your Average Critics, joined today by Ollie, Chris and Obi. Um, we're going to be talking about American Assassin, uh, Mother, It, it. and uh, some TV. American got. Vandal. American Vandal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Has anyone got any uh, movie news though? Movie news? Oh, they're apparently making alternate endings to Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Alright, why? I didn't read one. I okay, just, it's because so they don't, no one can spoil it. That's pretty clever. So obviously, you know, they, they've been though, dogged by leaks. Also, to go and hope yeah. if they I hope they if they do do the alternate endings thing that they put them all in like a DVD. And the, DVD yeah, that would be sick. I think they did that for The Walking Dead. Like there's a there's a you know when uh, Negan's lining them all up for his smash. Oh, they smashed all they, of them. Yeah, they? they did all of them. Because um, oh, there's clips later on where he's like, "Oh, Rick, I'm gonna kill everyone you know," and like he's seeing like them all getting their heads split up um, so they filmed it but to kind of throw everyone off as well I think everyone knew that Glenn was going to die though so sad but yeah. so sad Glenn also oh, no. there was a uh, a radio interview with Kit Harrington uh, and um, I'm proud of you for remembering at least half his name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I did I did remember the other half I just thought I was going to get it wrong what's Kit for Kitten. <laughs> Kit Kat. Kitten. Um, so basically, the interview like, went on about talking about how all the cast, do they hang out with each other outside of the show? And he was saying, like, yeah. He said it's better if they don't because they won't get noticed as much if it's just one of them. But if it's two of them, then it's like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely that character. And then the guy went, will you ever sit on the throne? And he just didn't answer. Like, but it, he gave the... Oh, he did answer, and whatever he said, it gave the impression that he will be on the throne. But I don't think... None of them have got any scripts yet. As far as... Because I listened to an interview with the guy who plays Bran about a week and a half ago, and he said that he could talk as much as he wanted about Series 8 because he hasn't got a clue. He was like, I don't know, we haven't got any... I mean, obviously, this was like two weeks ago, so they might have them now, yeah. but he was like, I haven't got any scripts, there's no plot outline that I know of. So he was saying, I can speculate, but, I, you know... None of it's technically going to be true at the moment. What's Jon Snow's a White Walker? But because he's had that thing done to him, he's a White Walker human. Uh, maybe he's the missing link between them. But, but surely, if they film multiple endings and then all the endings get leaked, it's still technically a spoiler. Cause... Well, let's hope. I don't get how... Yeah. No other TV series has this issue. HBO is seriously... But I don't yeah, but it's just not the most pirated show. Yeah. There is... But it's the, but, but hold on, hold on. That's up. not necessary because it's the most popular though, because not everyone has access to that channel. Like so for instance, because it's on in America before it's on here, people pirate it so they can see it straight away. Yeah. And we don't necessarily have HBO here. I don't know what equivalent channel it's on. It's on Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic, okay. So I suppose a lot of people have it, but not I think a lot of people these days try to verge off of that and just have the free platforms as well, so I think there's a bit of a mix of both, really. But, yeah, you're probably right in the sense that it is the most popular TV series. I also heard news that... Um, that uh, You know the girl of the dragon tattoo? Yeah. Uh, Are they remaking it? It's been recast. So the original author of the trilogy died. Um, and some guy, I can't remember his name, has written two more like extensions of it. And they're filming the fourth one with uh, an actress called Claire Foy. Uh, she's in The Crown and she's in a lot of like period dramas um, but I thought it was kind of interesting casting because obviously Elizabeth Saland is like a you know tattooed kind of hacker um, and it's quite a dark sort of 
storyline to be involved with. I just don't know if that casting particularly works. It'd be interesting to see. Because obviously you can get typecast with like a particular genre of film. But yeah, it's yeah. good to mix it up though, isn't it? It is, but I don't know if, if I can really see it. Nicolas Cage is the shittest actor. But Obi and I went to a live recording of uh, another film podcast um, yesterday. Um, what did you think of it? I thought it was alright. It's decent. It's funny. Um, as good as the first one you went to? Oh no, I think I preferred the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, this one was still pretty good. I quite like the host. The Irish, is he Irish? Yeah. The Irish guy. What were they fun. talking about? Was it films? Was it yeah, a film it films? Yeah. yeah. So they did like, I guess like we kind of do movie news. They had an interview with a celebrity guest like we do. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they just kind of... I like the guest as well. Yeah, they, it was Matthew Vaughan and Mark Strong from uh, oh, really? Kingsman. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, then they just kind of review the films. Um, we'll be doing that next week, won't we? Kingsman? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you said interview Mark Strong. Yeah, you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you were saying there's no good films coming out. There's, there's a couple. No, I was saying, saying oh, that. There's nothing I, good yeah, I said, like, yeah, like, right now, like, I would say, like, the past, from now, going back maybe, like, the month, maybe two months, there hasn't been any, like, films oh, out that oh. I'm, like, yeah, yeah like, like August really back Holiday this. Weekend's supposed to be a big one, but there were, like, the three films that we went on, so they weren't all that yeah. good to, like, Logan Lucky. I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to November, actually, because November's the start of all the superhero ones again. Mm. No, That's mate, true. Star Wars, in it? December. True. Mm. Yeah. But for, I think for Ragnarok's going to be, it looks quite funny, so. But Obi and I were talking about this last week on the podcast about, you know, was the summer actually just quite crap for films? Because... Is it ever good for films? Well, it used to, I remember you get, it like, used to be. Blockbuster, it? Yeah, you'd used to get like so. Throughout, you know, Wait, did, wasn't there a film that the did film really sick the in uh, when it came out uh, uh, last month? Fuck. Oh. I can't. Karen, no, but you know, so like the film we've had big some big films this year, right? We've had Fast Seven, Eight, Eight, Fast no, Eight. Sorry, Seven. No. Eight. Eight. Oh, it is eight, eight actually. Oh. Fast Eight, Guardians Two, Spider Man Homecoming. Mm. Um, amongst others and normally they would all come out in summer like when we were kind of you know mm. early teens you would have to wait until the beginning of the school holidays to see all these big films but now they're coming out april may deadpool came out in 2016 in february mm. uh, oh logan as well yeah that it was this year so it's kind of they're spreading them out which i guess is good but it kind of came to the summer and i wasn't interested in like despicable me or Captain Underpants, or you know, what? you don't like Despicable Me. Oh, I just wasn't. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see it. Or Cars Three, you know. It just kind of felt like a kind of children's dominated, which obviously is because it's summer holidays. But you, you know what? Why the why they didn't have a Justice League or a Thor or? Well, I mean, one. now it's all the all trailers for the horror movies because obviously coming on Halloween. So the best best kind uh, best type of party year for you, folks. <laughs> okay, well, talking of horror films, yeah. How was it? It. Tell us the plot. Tell us what you thought of it. So it's a little. Chris looks hilariously underwhelmed. Right? <laughs> I get scared quite easily by films. This just nah. There was one bit that scared me, yeah, and yeah. I, so we, I think you could see it coming as well. When it, the I did, I can see it coming. Uh, I had know, no like, idea. Oh, shit. I was like grabbing onto Chris. <laughs> it, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: the cast was good cast. I think they they had quite good chemistry with each other. The guy from Stranger Things, the the, he's quite witty in that as well, but he's very witty in this one yeah. they were doing the mother jokes to each other what, like and there was, your mama yeah like he was like oh. yeah it was kids but I couldn't tell how old they were supposed to be yeah they is... like they were young but they were trying to like be older older yeah how much older though I don't get the, I didn't really understand the age of what they were either but um 
Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was. It's a story basically of this town where there's a lot of murder that happens every twenty seven years, but you don't find that on till later on, and you find out there's a there's these three kids that bully all the kids and blah 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 blah. Story goes on, and then mysterious things start happening. Like they all have hallucinations, and you don't really understand why. Or what the hallucinations mean until they describe them later on, for example. And it's the thing they fear most. Yeah, it's the thing they fear most. So one of the kids was uh, seeing a leper because he doesn't like disease and shit. Okay. Uh, so that you, I thought it was a zombie that was attacking Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. I, had no I idea. don't think I would know what a leper was. Well, was like he 11. knew, but like, we didn't. And then the other kid, um, his parents burnt in the fire, so he was seeing like, fingers coming through the doors like and smoke. Okay. And the clown was fairly scary. In as his soon as face. he opened, like, yeah, so like. He shows himself very early on, mm. like within the first few minutes, and I don't know. As soon, oh, yeah, as, soon as he as soon as he opens his mouth, it's like, oh, that's really not scary. Yeah. Oh, does and he have it, like a funny voice? It opens his mouth and it's like several little teeth, like a, you know, uh, from Alien, that monster with like loads of teeth in it. It's like yeah. almost like he got, and his mouth just opens like really wide as well, and he goes and eats you. But yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Um, it was weird. Uh, I genuinely thought so. He seems pretty invincible to me. Um, they would hit him with like baseball. He's not real, but he is real. I didn't. I couldn't quite. I didn't get it. Mm. Like I wanted him to be a real man because I think that would have been scarier if he was a real man. But because he was not real. Okay. And like. So is he a ghost? A I demon? I don't know because he's okay. he's he's in the history books. He's in all their history, but no one could no one could see him in the pictures, which really annoyed me. <laughs> like there's a there's like a drawing, like a, a caricature, like kind of caricature, no, a, like a sketch drawing of like their these sixty one people. I think that, people. that was all fake though, wasn't it? That that oh, wasn't real because so there's like a part where some kids are watching telly, um, and it's like the people on the telly are talking to the kid. Obviously, oh, yeah. that that wasn't happening, happening but yeah. it's like in his mind, it's happening, and then the clown's on the telly, and obviously, yeah. the clown's not actually on the telly. They have a rock war at one point, like throwing rocks <laughs> at each other. Like that is brutal, mate. <laughs> um, but the story goes on, and basically, there's this one kid who really wants to defeat the clown, which we call it, because it's stolen his brother, and that's the the iconic drain scene where. Oh yeah. right. Um. And he's just got this determination where you think, right, I'd be shitting it as a kid, right? And he was just like, no, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. And like... That's so uh, fucking stupid. I know. It was, re- it was really, really good, I think, up until the, the last half an hour. Mm. It was really quite long and a bit dull. And they were like, oh, we should not go off by ourselves. And then what's he, what's he do? Yeah, he fucking turns around and runs off because yeah. he, he thinks he sees something. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You literally told like eight other kids just to do not that. Yeah, there's our like, bear kids, like bear kids coming together to fight this thing, okay. and literally gets to gets to the point. The the clown captured the the only girl in the in the story. Was she the only girl? Mm-hmm. Only the main girl in the story, and she's like hanging up like lifeless from nothing. She's literally hanging from nothing, and they pull her down, and then this kid kisses her, and then she comes back to life. But it's, they make it jokey almost like <laughs> like that's not the reason why it happened, and then they all start battering this clown with. Baseball bats, wooden things, chains, and he's going back and he's getting here and it's hurting him and he's in, then healing almost, and he like falls down this this well and he's hanging on, and then something happens and he falls and that's it. Uh, the end, that he's, end, he's dead. end of chapter all, one. All the kids that he's captured have started falling like floating down, but they're all dead, so it's irrelevant. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then they come together at the end, and yeah, 
and they talk about it. They cut their hands, say they're blood brothers and sisters and whatever, and that's the end of the story. Oh, okay. I, I like the idea that... So, have you ever seen Super 8? Yeah. Like, it's, so it's, like, kind of set in the, I don't know, 80s, maybe before, and it's, like, that kind of group of Stand kids. by me. Is that another one? That's the one we were trying to think of after the movie, the four kids and the train track. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like the idea of, like, a little town, so there's some, a bit of a mystery, and the kids have to solve it, and then... They do. That's that's what I really enjoyed. Yeah, that it. was good. That was good about it. I do like it, and the the comedy was I thought was really funny, it was and it brought back mum jokes that I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> what so. was the best mum joke? I'd, God knows, there were so many. Like honestly, like every chance they got, they they would do a mum joke. So how was the balance of the comedy and the horror? Because I thought it was just going to be a, a straight up. I don't film. think it was a horror film. Well, I yeah, think it was more of a thriller. It was a fifteen, okay. first of all, and I thought it was going to be an eighteen. Yeah, because I thought it'd be more gore. Um, but it's like it's jumpy mm. at points but you know when so obviously the idea is that it's feeding off their fear and if you see something over and over and over and over even if it's your fear you're probably going to get used to it right mm. so by the end we were like mm. like it was jumpy but then at the end it was like oh they're just putting it yeah. into one like constantly showing all these not scary things, things yeah. so would it have been more effective if you didn't see the clown till much later because you know things not, like it's it... not it's not that because the clown wasn't the only scary thing okay so the clown yeah. feeling of like fear so, so like some kid didn't like a painting so it came to life and started attacking him but it had that shitty mouth ah, right. it was just and um I thought they were going to do a major cop out at one point. So basically, say there's eight... I can't remember how many there are. Let's say there's eight. Seven of the kids had seen something as well as seeing the clown. So you'd see your thing and then you'd see the clown and you'd be like, oh, run away or you get captured, whatever. One of them hadn't seen the clown yet. And I thought they were going to say he's scared of nothing because he was pretty fearless. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he goes, yeah, I'm scared of clowns. And then I was like, oh, okay, right. Oh, okay. So they didn't cop out, but... People were raving about it, saying it was like really scary, and there was like things about there's gonna be a scene in there which the kids didn't know about, and they all started crying about it. I didn't see. I there was no scene in there where I thought right they all got they all got scared at one point, unless it was the bit where the clown got the head thing through his head. But I don't know yeah. how they would see that in real life. And then they were just stood there, and they were yeah. like, uh. yeah. <laughs> it's just like this kid. There's one kid. I feel like we'd got, be more pessimistic. Yeah, about this, there's, there's <laughs> one kid who gets slashed up about four times in the film. One by an actual kid. And then two or three times by the clown. Does the parents say anything? No. <laughs> like, there's only one parent in there which actually is like, right, you're not going anywhere near my kids anymore to the other kids because he's getting hurt because of you guys. Then two other parents are f- bloody psychotic and want to kill their own kids. Oh, okay. And then they end up killing them instead. Oh. Yeah. So you're not going to go and see part two? I don't know, because it was based on a television series, wasn't it? Well, it's based, it's based on, on a book. book. Yeah, so there's the book yeah. by Stephen King, and then there's, and then there's the there was it was a TV miniseries slash sort of yeah it's like feature length. Yeah. Um, but it's in two parts because the book flashes between the fifties and eighties when they're children and adults, and it keeps jumping back and forth. And I think the uh, miniseries yeah, yeah. does as well, which I haven't. So seen. there's gonna be one where they're because there's, there's a there's a post credit scene apparently, and we didn't stay to watch it. Okay, but yeah, there is gonna be a second one. Yeah. Well, twenty seven years later. Yeah. It will be. So it'll be yeah. 2017, won't it? Assuming that it's... No, that's really about maths. 2007. Well, depending yeah. well, on yeah, when yeah, the yeah. 80s it's, 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 Well, unless they do it in 54 years. It's like every 27 years this thing happens. And I'm not convinced they killed the clown, so... Well, things and like that. The horror he, characters always his, come his back. His face wasn't... Yeah, I think we need to see the clown a little less as well because his face was scary. But the more you saw it, the more you were like, 
numb to it a little yeah. bit. It's like, oh. Did you prefer horror films then when you either don't see the the threat yeah. or you know things like Insidious? Like paranormal. Yeah, or, I prefer that. I, yeah. I, I think so. I, I think you were mentioning as well that this is an actual, um, there's a word for it, um, where something's creepier because it hasn't got eyes, so you can't make that connection with it. Okay. I'm sure there was a word, and I think I, I brought this up when we went and saw Life. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end when it's got a face, and you're like, I think that would be less scary yeah. as opposed to just some like single celled organism just like mm-hmm. sucking on your face. Well, I suppose it depends how you feel, because if you can make a human connection with it, then some people might think, oh my god. You can see the human in it, and it's like that's True. scary. And then some people might be like, "Oh, I don't want to see a human connection," because then they'll be like, "Oh, that's nothing." But I of. think, for me yeah. anyway, when things like Insidious, Annabelle, all those sorts of things, it's scary because your mind is obviously, uh, it doesn't know what it is, but it generates its own kind of, mm. you know, what it, what the threat looks like. And then I think I mentioned this when I was talking about Annabelle creation. But when you actually see the demon, it just looks like really dumb. Yeah. You know, like obviously it, Insidious one, the guy thing, the thing looks like Darth Maul. The, the thing in um, Annabelle creation just looked like a kind of. Do you know the guy who plays the uh, Nightcrawler in the X Men yeah. Days of Future Past when he's like blue and looks a bit like a yeah, yeah. kind of looked like that and I was like okay this isn't scary it's scary when I you know it's just doors slamming and things. We're talking of Insidious. Has people seen the trailer for Insidious Four? Yeah, we yeah. saw that. Yeah, it looked really good, didn't it? Yeah, it looked decent actually. I like I like the Insidious films. Insidious Four. It is, yeah, Insidious 4. The, the last I thought, key. I thought, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was number three. No. I've got the trilogy at home. Yeah. But, oh. the f- but it's set... So f- what happens in the third one? There's like a girl and she breaks her leg. Oh, yeah, that's rubbish, that one. But this one's set... I don't know what the chronology is it's, because it's, it's not the set older, It's the old lady. So yeah. it's her doing... But apparently it's set before all of the Insidious films. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah that makes sense. That would make sense. It's before the man and lady get involved in it. Yeah. But the man is essentially the demon anyway, isn't he? In two of them, so. That's true. I like it when it connects, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'd say it's a, like, six out of ten. I'll give yeah. it. And that's because of the, the chemistry of the kids. It was okay. I'd, almost... Yeah, I'd give it a little bit higher just for that, and I'd probably yeah. not finish watching the film. I'd watch the first, like, hour yeah. and a half. Or I'm, I'm with you on that. Tell you what, I nearly got scared because I don't like... I don't mind him, but I think it'd be scary because there was a kid with a clown fear. He got stuck in a room with loads of clown dolls. I thought that was pretty freaky because I don't like dolls. So like, if I was in a room like that, I'd be like, oh. What, what is the scariest <laughs> film you've seen then? Scariest film I've seen? Oh, God. Uh, Jaws in it. <laughs> it's got... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't remember. It's a film where like... Oh, sugar. I don't remember it. Have you seen a film called Dead Silence? Because that's about dolls. And stuff. I'm not gonna watch it then, mate. I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, what about you? Scariest film you've seen? It's got to be Jaws. I'm not, I, was, oh, I wasn't joking about that. Oh right. Have don't you seen it recently? Was... Have I? Uh, I sort of seen. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you. Where... You don't like sharks. Yeah. Have you seen all five? No. Is there five? Yeah, I think so. I think I've only seen the second one. As in the first one. Yeah. I think it's five. Deep blue sea. That messed me up as good. Is it? I thought it was six. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> I know it's loads of Sharknadoes as well. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you watch those? Sharknado. It's like some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you don't like horror films, but are there, is there one particular film that stands out and you're like, yeah, that... that was there was a horror my... film that horrid you out so much that you'd never want to see horror films ever again? Well, I saw The Exorcist when I was like 11, and that just fucked me up for life, so... 
one. Yeah, that's probably a, that's a bad the, film to watch in your That's the film, though, that I'm never going to watch horror film again. And I'm pretty sure I can count on my hand. I can count on one hand the amount of horror films I've, watch I've watched since then. The Grudge or The Ring once together. Maybe. Can't remember. Oh, I think he blocks it out. Like, catch, catch you in Zosh now. We were yeah, watching. We were like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You probably watched it. I was just like, <laughs> turn around. Oh, I'm gonna go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really tired, guys. I can die. <laughs> but yeah, no, horror, horror films are my thing. Fair enough. Um, I went to see Mother! Exclamation mark, which is kind of a psychological horror film, but I mean, it's really divided critics. Like, it got booed initially when it mm-hmm. first premiered at I think it was. Venice Film Festival and then like some people are saying it's like a masterpiece but it is one of the most batshit crazy films I've ever seen really? so the uh, plot the, I can't I will spoil go into spoiler detail because I don't know think anything yeah go for it, it go for it um, but to kind of give you a synopsis without going into detail it's about a married couple who are played by Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem uh, and they live in this kind of huge octagonal house in the middle of kind of nowhere. Um, and Javier Bardem's a poet. I think he's a poet. Or he some, some form of writer. <laughs> uh, and he's got writer's block. Um, and then Jennifer Lawrence spends all her time kind of making, uh, kind of refurbishing the house. Because Javier Bardem's, this is his um, family home and it burned down. And so she kind of rebuilds it, mm-hmm. and that's her kind of pastime. Um, and then all of a sudden, one day, they get a knock at the door, and there's this kind of middle-aged man turns up, and he's like, oh, I thought this was a B&B. Um, and Javier Bardem's like, it's not, but you can stay, because, you know, there isn't that much around here. Um, and it's then a doctor, isn't it? Yes, he's a doctor. Mm. Um, well, he says he's a doctor. Mm. And, and, you know, he's kind of... Him and Javier Bardem struck up a bromance um, and kind of Jennifer Lawrence kind of gets pushed to the outside of their like relationship. Like Javier Bardem doesn't consult her about anything. Um, you know, he's like, yeah, you can stay. Yeah, you know, have a drink, come into my room, stay for as long as you want. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, the hell, you want to talk to me about this or what? Yeah. Um, and then, and the reason I'm talking about the actors' names is because they don't actually have names mm. in the film. And then um, the middle-aged man invites his wife. So his wife turns up. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, why are these people coming to our house? Mm. And then things just get kind of escalated. So, like, they're kind of really... an odd. So the, the uh, middle-aged couple, played by Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer, are really odd. Like, it's just something not right about them. They, they get off, like, really inappropriately. And they're quite open with their sexuality, you know, in, in public. And... They kind of shun Jennifer Lawrence, which is, you know, for, for no apparent reason. They just kind of take a dislike to her. And Jennifer Lawrence is always, like, serving them, giving them drinks, and she kind of acts in, like, a really subservient role. And then um, the the couple's sons turn up. Um, and then Jennifer Lawrence is like, why are these people in my house? And then the sons get into an argument, and then one of the sons kills the other son. And then... Javier Bardem, like, rushes them to the hospital and Jennifer Lawrence is there just left to clean up this, like, corpse. And uh, then the son who killed his brother comes back and it... So this is... That's basically, like, the first half of the film. And then then they have a wake in their house, right? So even more people start turning up. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, why are you here? Like, 
and no one's respecting the rules of her house. People start painting her house. People start breaking her sinks. And she's like, this is my house, get out. And people just laugh at her. Um, so for that part, I really enjoyed because it was kind of like a home invasion film. You know, if you've seen The Strangers or things like that, where it's not your traditional home invasion because they were technically invited in, but there was a lot of tension there. Like it was really odd. There were just odd kind of things that happen. So like Michelle Pfeiffer throws a, some what looks like a heart down the toilet and there's all these weird kind of like pulsing walls. And it was a bit kind of psychological horror. And then it just just goes absolutely mental. So Jennifer Lawrence gets pregnant and then Javier Bardem gets inspired to write again because he's now got a child on the way. And then it kind of skips forward to when Jennifer Lawrence is heavily pregnant and about to give birth. She sets up a dinner for her and her husband. And then there's another knock at the door. And it's his publisher. And his publisher's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm so happy for you. And then all his fans start turning up. And he's, like, holding, like, a press conference in her house. And then there are just thousands and thousands of people start turning up. And they literally destroy her house. So then she's, like, saying, why are you here? Please go away. And and Heavy Bottom's like, no, they can stay. And so she locks herself in his study. Uh, and then eventually gives birth. And then... And then the house turns into, like, a war zone. So it's like something out of Call of Duty. Mm. Like, the fucking army turn up and start shooting people. And then there's explosions. And I was like... I didn't get any of this from the trailer. Mm. When I saw the trailer, I thought it was literally... I was, literally, like, literally, I was like, like... I was like, have I just missed something? Like, how has this gone from zero to 100? And then she gives birth. And then Javier Bardem wants to show off their child to his fans. And his fans start, like, crowd-surfing his baby... And then the baby's neck breaks and dies. And then they start eating it. What? Oh my God. And then... That's like a dark turn. Yeah. And then... <laughs> then she goes mental and she starts killing people. And then... Then his fans beat her up. And then she's pretty much dead. And then she starts a fire. And then the whole house explodes. And Javier Bardem's the only one who survives. And then it kind of ends. Oh no. It ends cyclically. So the way it started is how it begins. But just with another woman other than Jennifer Lawrence. So, the first half, I was like, yeah, this is good, you know, kind of horror-ish. And then the second half, just complete 180. I was like, what? What have I just watched? It was like a really slow build-up, and then just everything happened. And I, was, I just, I mean... this so wait, is, was he with a woman after Jennifer Lawrence? Well, so, the entire film is allegorical right it's all about metaphors and imagery so the actual well my reading of the film is that Javier Bardem is God and Jennifer Lawrence is mother nature so she's building her world and their world and he's struggling to create and then he gets the the middle-aged couple who I assume Adam and Eve and um and their sons would be Cain and Abel, which is a biblical story where one brother kills another. Mm. Um, I don't know too much about the Bible, but... Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, when he starts... You know, he, he obviously gets his people in, like his, you know, humanity, and then they start destroying Mother Nature. So I guess it's kind of like an ecological sort of metaphor there. You know, they're destroying her house while she's trying to create it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So yeah. what's the baby? 
Jesus. That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you that. So Mother Nature gave birth to Jesus. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't really... That was the part that I can't get right in my head. But and then he the people did kill Jesus, I suppose. Yeah, so but then when he Because when they're passing life, it across, I kind of imagine, like, Jesus' crucifixion why? when he's walking through why the people. Why they eat him, though? Well, because when you have communion, you body have the body Christ. and blood of Christ. So that's just a literal interpretation of it. What about um, war zone, then? I was just. I guess it's just destruction of, of. And then Mother Nature Mother destroys Nature. itself. Yeah, and then God recreates it. You know, starts again. Right, okay. Um, so that's the thing. Like, there, there are a lot of parts of the film that I can use to support my kind of theory, but then there are other parts that, just the weird kind of psychological horror elements that don't quite fit into it, and I'm like, are you trying to go for? A biblical kind of story are you trying to go for a horror for me they would have worked as two separate films or parts of the story but the fact that they kind of were in one film and just like literally out of nowhere just ramped up the ante I don't know I still don't know if I I thought it was going to be a party having all those people in the house <laughs> sounds like an absolute riot no, it's, mate. it's a absolute proper riot. mental film um and I'm not really sure I would recommend it. I, I would only watch it again to try and watch it with my, you know, kind of theory in mind. And other people have said it's it's a manifestation of anxiety, but I don't know enough about anxiety to to know whether that's true. So but um, deep. So what would you rate it? I'd rate the first half like a seven and a half, and the second half like a three or a four. So go for a five and a half, six. Ooh. But I don't yeah, really know if I can bad. recommend it. Mm. Um, it's one of those really like bat batshit films. Batshit films. Yeah. So that's uh, I don't know. <laughs> no segue off that one, mate. No, it's just a moment of reflection. Well, I did watch Batman and Harley Quinn. The oh, okay. good. It's all right. That's no. not great. I've seen much what, better ones. What is it? A... Um, <clears throat> so, so Harley Quinn's turned her life around. She's trying to better is this herself. Live action. No, no, uh, it's cartoon. Okay. So she's trying to <clears throat> almost like turn her life around because I think the Joker's dead in this at this point. So she's like just coming back to normality, and then Poison Ivy and the Swamp Thing are trying to develop some serum to turn everyone into these swamp creature things so that the Earth is theirs essentially, and then uh, Nightwing spots Harley Quinn like she's just working in this bar where like superheroes and superheroines work to like earn money but if anyone touches them then they'll beat them up kind of thing and then basically Harley Quinn uh, outdoes Nightwing and then traps him in her house on his bed and then then some sex scene happens there which is a bit (laughs) questionable because he was like no 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 and then when it starts happening he's like yeah 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 yeah." (laughs) so and then him Nightwing back um, and Harley Quinn just go around searching for clues, like, because Harley Quinn's got an in with Poison Ivy because they're, like, best mates, and then... That's pretty much it, really. They stop whatever happens. There's a few little comical bits in between, but as animated films go, it's not the best one. So what was it called? What is this? Batman and Harley Quinn. Is that it? Do all of these DC animations link together? Um, There's there's some kind of cyclical story. So, for example, there's a point in some of the, the DC films where Joker dies... And in a lot of the things I've watched, Harley Quinn then turns good. Uh, okay. DC's, uh, what's that, Injustice 2? 
that storyline is Harley Quinn's good and she's working with Batman. Okay, so it's not like anything to do with the Killing Joke or. Um, I mean, it might year come, it might come after that because the Killing Joke, the Joker dies. Okay. Doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. But so you don't have like. Uh, none of Barbara them. Gordon as like so. A, none of the films I've watched besides the Dark Knight. Part one, part two, and I don't think part three's come out yet, has it? I don't think so. They're the only ones that have been proper cyclical okay. with one another. Otherwise, they're all scattered everywhere. Because oh, right. you can have different Earths as well. Okay. All sorts, so. But yeah, probably uh, number six. It wasn't great. It's quite a f- quick film as well, so. Yeah, they don't tend to be that long, that animated no. features, do they? I prefer no. it that way, to be honest. Yeah. The, they did the release date of um, Suicide Squad 2, didn't they, the other day? Did they? Yeah. Oh no! I don't know what it is. Can't wait. Oh no! How many times are you going to see that? And Maybe do, you, two. do you see about the Joker and the Batman films that um that guy's made? Oh, what's his name? What Jared Leto? No, they're making a Joker and a Batman film, but they're not going to have Jared Leto and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, was that still going to be DC? Yeah. And it's going to be part of the DC EU or? Oh, you didn't mention this during movie news. I oh, know, it's this Joker origin film is similar to his Batman pitch. Uh, Darren... Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. That's the guy did Mother. Yeah. God, it's going to be a weird film then. Martin Scorsese. Scorsese doing a Joker film? Yeah, the Joker origin story on deck. Todd Phillips, Scott Silver, Martin Scorsese aboard WB slash DC film. Okay. Because didn't they, uh, they announce like three Joker featured films? Yeah, so probably this is one of them, and then maybe well, whoever we well, just said. Well, Suicide Squad 2, and then I think... Because there was going to be a Gotham City Sirens film, but I think they're changing that to Joker and Harley Quinn or something. Oh, they should do City Sirens. Right, but, but uh, What do you think about a Joker origin story? Because we talked about this last week, me and Obi. What, you know? I think it would be interesting. I mean, I don't know how much in-depth you can go on about a Joker. I mean... But do you want there to be a Joker origin? Because the, the whole there's, point. There's no need. There's uh, the honesty is no need. Uh, if you're reboot, if you're rebooting the franchise, then maybe you add one in, and maybe you have the story of how he turns Harley Quinn as well. Because that'd be quite interesting. Because he was, she was his therapist, therapist and then he, yeah, and then they did he, that in Suicide Squad too. Uh, they did. Squad, didn't they? Um, is this in? Is the Joker in or Harley Quinn? Are they in Arkham? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's the Arkham. Um, what do we say again? What was Psychologist. No, therapist. therapist. And then she's the one working on um, Joker, and then she falls in love with the Joker. Oh, so it's. Oh, yeah. okay. And then she that. helps him escape. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's really stupid? Doing the Suicide Squad film before you done a Justice League film. Yeah. I feel like you should have established all the characters in that world but, first. But then maybe. They can say that there wasn't a collective team strong enough to defeat that enemy so at that point in time. So then maybe that's why they needed Suicide Squad. But just don't do the film. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think the the film's rubbish. So mm. the casting was decent, decent at best. I think Will Smith did well. I had a lot of potential. Margaret it was Robbie like did an well. Cast had a lot of potential. Yeah, true. It just yeah, really didn't work. Did yeah, it? no, it didn't. I just, the villain. The villain was the main problem. And then you have. The counter-argument that if there's a villain that big, why would you set the Suicide Squad on it? I think I think it's hard to... The reason why I say they shouldn't have done this before Justice League film because when you're watching Avengers or when you're watching uh, Captain America 3, 
because you're already familiar with the characters who were in it. When they will team up, you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is sick. But then when you get four or five individual characters that you've never seen on screen before, when they're all teaming up and fighting, whatever, you're like, oh, okay, this is all right, but I'm not attached to these characters in yeah. any way. So do you feel that they should have, like, throughout the DCEU, kind of dropped in these villains, and then you'd want them to join up? They could have done a little mashup before one of the films, like in the Superman film or something, or they should have made a Batman film before they'd done it and had Batman, like... a prelude sort of like him becoming Batman and then like beating up Joker or taking Harley Quinn to the prison or something like that because they did try and do snippets didn't they before like they tried to do they did a big chunk of Will Smith's one like yeah. about how he's because if they did that I think that it, if they did singular films it might not have worked so well and then by the end of having like a Will Smith film Harley Quinn film you know no one wants to see them all in one is that what you meant, like, for the villains to have their individual films or to just appear, like... Yeah, develop... so, like, you could do you could do a film, a Will Smith film, where, I don't know, um, where he's facing off against Deadshot or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, or maybe Deadshot's uh, a secondary villain and then the Joker and Harley Quinn are his primary villains or something like that, just so we have an idea of what these characters are like and we can get attached or detached to them. Mm. Um, before they all appear together on a big screen because you're putting a bunch of strangers together so it doesn't really feel like it's... Yeah, mm. I agree with that. And that could, be, that could be a... Sorry, Chris. That could be a um, problem with the Justice League film as well because we haven't seen a Flash or we haven't seen Cyborg. We don't just see... We've seen Wonder well, Woman, we've seen I, Batman, we've seen Superman, that's fine. But we haven't seen... I think, I think the, big, the, big, I think well, the yeah. big problem with the Justice League film is that it's going to be too alien to okay. start with. Like... I know Avengers, all the yeah. villains are alien technically, but they have a human element to them. Mm. So like Loki looks human, even though he's a demigod, mm. which is technically alien to us. Mm. And then they bring in the alien army as well, kind of fit. But like this one, I've got a feeling it's just gonna be alien right from the off. Like I suppose it's gonna be, it's gonna be. But well, Ultron's not an alien, is he? He's a robot AI, made by humans, though. But he that wasn't very good. That film that wasn't the best, the best film. So. Um, but um, what I was going to say is in the Suicide Squad film I think you need to have that element of why did, why are they needed as well so I think they should have done like some TV clip or something of like the Justice League defeating some other enemy somewhere else mm. because yeah, I, I see no reason why Batman didn't come in at that point and be like let's kick some butt or why Flash didn't yeah. do some like whirlwind round it although in the Justice League film it'll be shown that Flash is a bit of a pansy and doesn't want to do anything um, yeah, why was... Aquaman didn't come from the sea why Wonder Woman wasn't there to kick some butt like if anything Wonder Woman should have definitely been there because that was a goddess and Wonder Woman's fighting these peeps isn't it so yeah it was it was odd wasn't it like I don't still quite understand the point of it like yeah why you get this crack team of <laughs> because the... also like the reason Enchantress became evil was whilst Rick Flag was searching for something and then she just became evil and I was like I don't understand like the whole kind of structure of, of the film yeah. and I think your idea would be really good like if you if we'd had yeah these films and maybe Deadshot had popped up in Dawn of Justice and you know you see him get sent to prison you see Harley Quinn get sent to prison and then they all meet in prison and are like we need to yeah mm. we want to well, take down well, the Batman well, or something well well Suicide Squad's not about them being as a collective, though, like that. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 it was odd. You always have that problem, though, the thing you were saying about 
uh, other teams, like, not just to join in. So, like, when you go back to the TV shows, when, like, Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow are all doing stuff, like, when Arrow is facing off against, um, who was it? Uh, what's his name? Adrian Chase, or whatever his name Oh, was. yeah. Yeah. Um, you could either just be like, um, yeah, Barry, can you come through quickly and speedily knock this guy out so I can kill him or whatever? Like, or, or, or true, like, true, like, true. You, they can easily just call up their mates and be like, can you, can you, can you help me? But because of the, because of what it, because yeah. of what the film is, you can't just be like the Suicide Squad can't just be like oh should we just call Justice League? Yeah, true. Will be open, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do get that. I do get that. So yeah, how so. do they for these crossover episodes with the CW? How do they work it in? So like, it's like Arrow will turn up and be like I need your help. Yeah, Barry, or Barry will turn yeah. up and be like I need your help. Yeah. And when they did okay. the the collective of all of them, it was like. Right, we need more help, so we'll call them in. And yeah, like, Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. He's um, like, oh, I know someone from a different world. I'll go quickly, quickly jump to a different earth and get her and then come uh, back. Yeah. Okay. And then there was like an episode there and then an episode here and then an episode. I thought the crossover was sick, though. I really enjoyed it. The only episode that was pointless was the Supergirl, Supergirl one. one. They need to really up the game with the Supergirl part of the episode. I think... The, I think It's because she's a different earth, though, isn't it? That's yeah, the problem. I think this, these ones... Because they kind of did that with uh, last year. With the the Legends of Tomorrow one wasn't really like a crossover, so mm. I think this year I reckon all four of them will probably be crossover. Well, maybe shows. five. Well, yeah, the Black, Black Lion one doesn't start till next year. Till yeah, mid tw- to till twenty eighteen, but maybe they'll just get him in there as like a little cameo maybe. or something. So, but, what are you watching then? Whilst there's a hiatus from the CW shows. I mean, I've I've thinking wa- everything. I watched. I finished Last Chance You. Um, okay. Decent. Season two. You're going to have to remind season me a few one, bits two. of this because I haven't watched it in a while, but yeah. it's not as good as season one, I didn't think. It's not, but I still really did yeah. it. So really season one, am I, if I'm right in remembering, ended with the college football team being it's, banned for a bit. Yeah, they got like five, three game banned, five two game, games. two game banned, majority of the team and majority of the staff. Okay, so how does season two start and kind of continue? So the season two starts basically with them facing the quants consequences of last season so they've got have to play their first they've got like a, a pretty brand new team basically and there's a few people left over from last year and everyone who was involved last year can't play in the first game of the season so even like their, their starting callback he didn't play he was in the in the starting one do you mean yeah the starting callback oh. he was in the com- the starting call not for last the starting callback for season two oh, yeah. was in he was at the ground in that when the fight happened but he wasn't playing he was up in the commentary mm-hmm. bit and they still like you yeah you can't play because you were there oh okay so like they play so like, norm- I think normally in a sorry Chris yeah. normally in a um, in a American football game they have, you have like 55 players they only have 32 55? yeah so like, I, ta- I think Jesus I think, so I think it's like 25 um, offence 30 defence or something something along those wow. lines um, so they had to play they had to play basically with loads of freshmen and, only, and a few transfers in and then they had then had 32 players so basically everyone had to play much longer than you normally would and they, they, think they, yeah, they lost the first game, but it was only by like a couple of points. But that was basically like just introducing like the, some of the new players and seeing how they deal with, uh, with all that stuff. And it was quite, um, it was interesting because the players who couldn't play, they all uh, had to stay. They wouldn't allow it out of the ground even. They had to stay on the campus, and they were all watching it through like a stream or something. And like they were all getting like proper up for it when, when they were scoring and all when they were conceding, they were all like well down. It was like it's good to see like they were. The camaraderie was still there, even though like none of them were actually there to play, but they still okay. like, oh yeah, we want to play for this team, sort of thing. But yeah, that was good. Um, so Chris, sorry, I don't know if you want to have any input on that bit or not. No, good. No. Okay. So then basically, they just go through the whole rest of the season, and they're winning. I think they 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 win because of that. Basically, that first loss 
um, cost them uh, the game for the state championship. They win the na- no, they win the state championship, but they can't play in the national championship because of I think that's such a stupid way of doing dumb, it. It's dumb because the way they do it is like the for the rankings. Um, it's to do with obviously your record, like uh, ten and one or ten and zero, or whatever, and then people vote on it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Really, I don't really get how. Oh, okay. So they basically just didn't get voted in for it. Yeah, and basically they think that their reason didn't get voted is because people don't like uh, their college EMCC because. Does like, the top one always get through though? If you come top, I imagine if you're top, you always get. Through. So then the only way they can do it is by coming top because like, they lost their first yeah. one. They didn't come top. Well, so there was a team that won all their games. Two team, yeah. two teams won all their games, and they were the third how team. How does that work? And if they didn't play each there's other. There's different divisions. Oh, uh, different, yeah. So right. it's different. Like they do, I think goes by state. Oh, okay. They're, they're all in like one big national right. whatever. But then uh, one of the guys was saying you have to take into a, you can't just take into account win record. You have to take into account the strength of the teams that that everyone yeah. else is playing. But they were saying that no one no one really did that. So then they they lost out. They didn't get to play. They should the, do it more like another job. tournament afterwards. Like yeah. all nation national yeah. But um, so like sorry, Chris. Do you have anything? No, I was gonna say they should sorry. do a tournament with all the states, but then there's like loads of them. In yeah. There, so. I think they should do that as well. They'll definitely make it a lot fairer. Yeah. I think. But, um, so yeah, it was like, season one, I feel like there was quite a few like, standout players that I think made me feel like, quite attached to the team and maybe actually think they want to win. So like, Ronald Ollie, mm-hmm. um, the uh, DJ Law, like the running back. And Is this season one or season two? Season one. Oh, yeah, season yeah. One, I was going to say, so. yeah. And, um, the, what's his face the quarterback the starting quarterback for them the, who basically everybody underestimated because he was white and he was unathletic but he was better than he was actually he was, so he sick he was so much yeah. better than the start that, like there was a starting a quarterback who got transferred from Florida State which is like a division one school one of the top schools and he was really athletic and really fast but he, he played quarterback and he couldn't throw and like he was like getting well pissed off because he wasn't getting put in the team but it was just like, kind of like this guy's better than you <laughs> but like, then that guy like when he got his college offer, he said he he'd only go to certain colleges, otherwise he'd just go into coaching. Yeah. No, I can't remember what he did. He went. He to... yeah. He just went to to do. He went. No, he just went to college. He didn't play, but he didn't play football. Yeah, mad. Oh. Even though he was actually he was he was decent, but no, I don't think any Division One schools wanted to pick him up. Ah oh, right. So he but just went to college. You saw a flashback of everyone, all the main characters. Not flashback, but like you saw where they are now, no, doing, kind of yeah. thing. And none of them were particularly. Well, I I want to come back to that in a minute, yeah. but um. So yeah, like going through the season, um, one of one things I noticed about season two compared to season one is that the characters, some of the players in season two, are a lot less likable than the than the ones in season one, and I think that's made me like the season a little bit less. So do they stick with the thirty two players that started the first game, or do the ones that were banned come back? The ones that were, the ones that were banned come in and play, and play because okay. they are better than the first right. yeah. and then they've got and everything like that. But um, there's just a few players just like like you're watching. Because basically, the problem with these people, with a lot of the players, is that they haven't really got any discipline, they don't really want to go to school, mm. and um, when the coaches tend to do something, they don't do it. So, like, you're watching these people, and they're like, one of the one of the defensive players, he was basically, like, had to get told, like, every day, like, to do, to turn up to your uh, classes, you have to do your schoolwork. And I think uh, one of the coaches, the defensive coaches, was like, Oh, he was having a yeah. fight with him. Yeah, he was much. like, yeah, you've got class at six o'clock. And he was like, no, no, I don't. I've sorted out with the teacher. And he was like, no, you haven't. Like, you have class. And then the guy, like, pushed him. And they started, like, getting, like, a little altercation. And I was, like, that, the guy, the player, just, it seemed like he couldn't comprehend that these people were actually trying to help them. Mm. That, like, you may actually need your grades at the, your, or your degree at the end of the day because you, 
there's a very strong likelihood that you won't make it to the NFL. Yeah. So, but that these people that like that guy in particular, Cam something, he probably didn't see that, and I was, he was really getting on my nerves. And he has had such a bad at he had such a rubbish attitude, and the coach um, Buddy Stevens didn't do anything about it just because yeah. he liked him. Then there was another player, Isaiah Wright. Who, oh, is that the one that Buddy was probably having a guy yeah, for no reason? Exactly. And you're like, what? why are you having a guy at him? Exactly. He, didn't, he didn't do anything exactly. right. Exactly. It yeah, was so annoying. annoying. So, I don't, uh, uh, um, so he, at the start of the season, he was basically doing sick, yeah. And he, had, like, lo- he was getting loads of offers in from um, Division 1 schools. And basically, he got, concu- he got concussed, yeah, um, in one game. And then I think he wanted to play, but then the... the um, What's it called? Uh, medical team. Wouldn't yeah, the medical play, team yeah. wouldn't let him play. Yeah, so, and then the next game, I'm pretty sure he thought he had. He was. He said he had recovered, but um, it was a bit uncertain whether or not he should play or not. So then he plays, injures himself again, and he's he's still got a concussion, and he like he's like screaming because like you know, the light is so sensitive and he, like it's affecting the you know, his hearing and everything like that. So then, um, they get one. They don't get any, one. They get one of the, like the um the water boys or whatever to take it. They don't get the medical stuff water to take boy. him to the. Um, back to the locker room they get one of the medical staff they take him over to like halfway to the thing and then the game's going on the, the geezer just fucks off and leaves the guy with a concussion and he's like lying on the floor because he doesn't know what to do so then he's concussed and then he basically he basically is saying like I just want to play he did like these players that are willing to like properly do themselves proper damage just because they want to play football and like Buddy Stevens would be like Oh yeah, um, you need to just shake. Basically, you need to just shake it off and play. So then he would play and do shit because he's got concussion. And then the coach would have a go at him. And it was like, well, you're the one make. You're literally you're the one making him play. And then he got an injury. He got an ankle injury as well. Uh, apparently, it was an ankle, like it was like a high ankle injury or something like that. Apparently, it's really hard to recover from. Like in a short space of time, I hear. Um, so he's like, I think he's out for like a week or two weeks. He comes back to play that game and he does really shit. And um, he comes out and the coach is like. Um, are you alright to play? And he was like, oh yeah, I think uh, I, I want to play, I want to play. And then he puts him back in and he just shit because his ankle is fucked and he can't run as well as he normally does. And the coach just screaming at him, he's like, you need to do better for this team, you need to start playing properly, you need to, uh, basically you need to get over your injury, which obviously is harder uh, than, it, than it seems. So he's like, he goes through a proper like turn, basically like midway from like four episodes into the, the season and he's just playing rubbish, he's not getting picked and um, the coach is just standing there having a go at him, and he's like in training, um, and he can't he can't train properly, so he's just on the sidelines, like chatting to. He's an offensive player. He's chatting to one of the defensive players, and the coach is having a go. He's like, "Why are you talk? Why are you over here with the defensive players? Go over there with the offensive players." So basically, he's saying, "Don't stand here and do nothing. Stand over there and do nothing." And the guy's just like, suddenly like, "What? What do you want me to do?" Like there was a play in a game where um, they booted the ball up the pit or punted it, whatever, up the pitch, and. He didn't catch it. He lets. It. I don't really know the rules of the rules of football, so yeah, I, uh, they were like the things that were happening. I didn't really, I didn't really understand why the people were getting angry. But so basically, like he lets the ball like bounce and whatever, and um, everyone started having a massive go at him. And it was like, oh, you just need to catch it and run. So then the next time they kick it, he he's on like the one one yard before the touch the the end zone, the touchdown, whatever, and then he catches it. And I was thinking, like, okay, he's caught it, so he can just run then. But then he caught it, and then they blew up a whistle, and, and everyone was like screaming, and I was saying, like, why did you catch it? And then he was just like, you told me to catch it before. I didn't catch it, so I, and I caught it now, and you're still having a go at me. I was like, he's like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. The coach was just screaming at him, and he's literally saying, like, what do you want me to do? And it seemed like he was saying to him, do this, and then he does that, and then he's like, oh, why did you, you do that? You need to do this. And then he had a, mis- he had a miscarriage. 
I don't God. Yeah, I don't know if anyone. I don't know if anybody. Um, if he told anyone about it at this point, but his girlfriend had a miscarriage, so he's going through that. He's injured. He's probably still concussed, and the coach had a massive go at him. He's getting. Um, he got all his Division One offers rescinded, and he had to go to a Division Two school. So he just went through a massive dip in the season, and the coach was not helping him at That's all. all. Yeah, and he was basically saying, he said, um, the player himself when he's been interviewed he said that this guy's a good coach, but he doesn't understand people, and once. He, He's a person where if he if you can't give him what he wants, he doesn't give a crap about you, which is showing why the defensive player um, who was basically a dickhead because he was playing well, the coach was like, oh yeah, whatever you need, da, da, da. but for someone who's struggling with injury and mentally and for form, like, because he can't, he's not playing well, he can't give you what he wants. He just doesn't give a crap about you. Okay. So yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So, and then I found out I found out the other day. I said on WhatsApp that that player Isaiah Wright. So he went to Division Two school. He didn't play for them, and now he's um, him and his brother have been charged with homicide. Oh shit! He didn't yeah. play for him. What? He didn't play. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if he didn't get picked off the season hadn't started yet or something. I'm not sure. But he, yeah. So he and his brother been charged with homicide. I think he's been arrested. I don't know if he's been convicted yet. So wow. it shows like he was at a point where he could have gone to a really good school and maybe got drafted in the NFL and now he could potentially be going to prison. And how does season two end? Well, it's, mate, it's mind-boggling how they're going to fucking do season three. That's all they're I'm going saying. to a different school. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Apparently school in one of the schools that won, I think. I think maybe the school that won the championship that year. Oh. I think they're going to that Okay, because basically the lady that helps every student who's struggling, she's decided to quit and start yeah. her own company up. Mm. Which she was being a real weirdo towards the end. She was like having real struggles with Buddy and stuff, wasn't she? They mm. weren't getting on, mm. but so and she was a she was an anchor in that team. Yeah, she was helping a lot of people out. So I'd actually like to see a season, a little snippet to see how they were doing, because I'm not sure they do as well without her. No, then hit then Buddy's right hand man decided to step down. He was a dickhead to him as well. That pissed me off. What well, Buddy was a dickhead. Yeah, to him. he was yeah. a prick to him. Like in the last game of the season, he was just like screaming at him. And then he said something about his ex-wife. And I was like, why are you bringing up his ex-wife? And then the guy decided to step down, even though he was supposed to be like head coaching. He was supposed to be the head coach after Buddy. So now I don't know uh, what's going to happen. Yeah. And then I think the guy who was having the argument with the kid as well, didn't he step down? Or he went to another school to be head coach at another school? Um, the defensive coach. He's gone. Which one? The black one or the white one? Yeah, the black one. He's gone. No, he's still there. No? He's still there. The, white, he's one, the white one's when he left. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. The black one's still there. Okay. Like, basically, a load of people left. A load of people stepped down. Yeah. Not Does the series seem genuine? Because it is like, it's reality TV, essentially, isn't it? Like I don't think any of them hype up any points. Like, I think it's genuine. Yeah. I think so, like, I like you don't feel like the producers are kind of they, they, so causing they, conflict or no, anything? No, they like, single, it's just a documentary. They, they, they're just filming They literally happening. get them in their locked dorm rooms, single them out, have an interview with them. And let them spiel off. They don't really ask them a lot of questions. Mm. And then when they're when Buddy's being recorded, it's like cameras in his car, mm. so it's not like anyone's actually there, co- okay. co- coaxing him, co- coaxing him. Is that yeah, the word? I guess. Yeah. Into saying it, coaxing him, into saying anything. Yeah. He's just there talking to people on the radio mm-hmm. or on his phone. Then the, the only person who probably might play up a bit is the the lady, maybe. But I don't think she does because she's she's the only person who has that deep relationship with all the kids like the kids will come and sit in her office and chat to her about things and say if they're struggling and if they're not attending class she'll be like well you've got this class this class this class and then they'll be like oh I haven't got a pencil and she's like well I've got a pencil kind of thing Okay. so, so she's like she, she's like their second mother so yeah and it does feel natural so um, yeah I mean the only person probably wasn't that natural was uh, Buddy's daughter really she just randomly appeared in one yeah. episode and started talking and she's like I love my dad he's great and we're like Okay. Woo. Is that the sort of reality TV that would kind oh of be better? 
would be better than um, Everton one. And Man United one for one. Who's called? Sorry. So, sorry, podcast. Come on, wrong sorry, podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's interesting. Well, like Sunday League pedigree. We're just talking about check. American football now. We're now we're doing a little. Uh... Yeah, any listeners, by the way, check out our podcast, Sunday League Pedigree. Um, sorry, yeah, Mkhitaryan, Lukaku, Martial, and Valencia. Good for your fantasy team. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think I like that. I like the kind of documentary thing. Mm. Okay, so better than like. Made in Chelsea. Yeah, I don't know. I used to like. Or it's that. like call this person a slag, and she's like, "You're a slag." It's yeah. like, "Oh god." No, yeah. No, yeah. Like, I really, I really enjoyed this. Not sure she was good, wasn't it? Was yeah, good, yeah, yeah, it was a good recommendation from you. And there will um, be a season three. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Okay, but it'd be interesting. They could do a part A and part B, or do the new school and then actually do a little snippet of what happened to the old school. They did do a little. I thought it was quite interesting when they they focused on an, on another school for a bit. Basically, it was a school that was terrible. Basically, they lost. They lost every game for like three straight years or something like that. Um, and they just followed them for a bit and basically their coach was kind of like saying he watched a documentary and he's saying it's not really last chance you he's saying like this is last chance you like this is the last opportunity these players will get to play football theirs is more like second chance so it seemed like he was a bit like a bit bitter <laughs> okay but yeah it was interesting to see their players because obviously they were rubbish and um, they played EMCC and it was kind of built the way they built it up they just making me think that they were going to win yeah. and it seemed like EMCC were like take, not taking the training things their training seriously before that game but then they got battered um, okay. yeah. and then, then they showed them playing the next game and they won so they broke their curse their, oh, okay. their three year curse which was pretty cool and I was hoping that they would maybe do the next, if they were going to do another series they would do it for that school I'm but, sure they could, they could do a series on several ones and I'm sure yeah. I would, I'd probably watch them all mm. but okay. it's up to them innit but. what have you been watching Ollie? anything? Um, feeling sorry for myself this morning, so I put on Jackass, and I was just watching that. What, the films or the TV? Uh, Jackass 3 and 3.5. Okay. You watched both of them? So did you watch the, basically it, doesn't the same it repeat films, a lot? Just yeah, a doesn't it repeat a lot of it? Uh, no, it's, it's all, like, similar stuff, but it's, it's not the same. Oh, so 3.5, not just, like, an extended version of 3? Yeah, it's just, like, deleted scenes, some things that they didn't show in the actual film. Oh, so it's entirely deleted scenes. Oh, right. Ah. Okay. So does that mean it's worse? No, that's quite funny, that. It's the deleted scenes. Yeah. yeah. Because if it didn't make it into the final film, would it's you cause not It's because it's just, they needed to shorten it. Yeah. Not because... I think it's not necessarily just because it's shit. It's, it's because just... they do so much stuff that probably doesn't even get on. Like, I don't know if they have a YouTube channel, but they must... They used to have a TV series, and now they've all split up. So, bam, is doing his own, like, documentary thing. Johnny's doing films and producing, I think. Yeah. Don't know what they're vibes. Steve, yeah. yeah, Ryan Dunn. Steve O's. Oh, Steve O does. Steve O does. Climbing cranes. Yeah, and he does YouTube, YouTube stuff. Save, uh, what's it, Shamu? Yeah. <laughs> How much would you have to be paid to do some of the stuff that they do? Um, probably not. A lot. You wouldn't get <laughs> some of the well, like being in like a toilet and then they fucking fling the portal up and you come yeah and no shit. that's quite bad. Or having yeah, a snake some... bite your bell end. Like... Yeah, but some of the stuff just doesn't seem really funny. You know, like some of the stunts that they're yeah. just like, you know, you're on a bike and then it just goes off into a river, like off a ramp. Yeah. That'd be alright. Right. Yeah, that's. I easy. think that is like, it, I'd love to. Do is that. Jack Arles free the one with the big hand that yeah, snaps yeah, yeah. him? Oh, that is so funny. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the third one. Oh, I've seen so jokes. But um, there's worse people than Jackass, isn't there? The, uh, Dirty Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez, there's so much From worse. Wales. Uh, and the dude, Dudesons? Yeah. They're like Finnish or something, yeah. aren't they? But, like, the, what was, Dirty Sanchez is so bad, though. Like, I remember watching a scene where they're all around a table and it's like they've taken some skanky stuff out of their own body. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. 
bile pus I don't know but it's in a jar and then they get this this Chinese hooker to like tell indicate to one of them under the table which one's got to drink it and then they have to drink it (laughs) oh yeah I saw, I saw one yeah, and they did like crap. a they, oh, I, can't, I can't remember I think they're in South America or Central America and um, they were like getting traditional tattoos so it's literally just someone with like a, a rock and a, a oh, pin yeah, needle pin, yeah. and they're like oh you do it on your knob <laughs> oh <my laughs> god got this like massive needle and I'm like oh, why do people do this money in it oh, money money oh, money I don't money know we paid banter. enough money to do banter. that no good banter no, the you not tell me about uh, American Assassin. Everything's American nowadays. American scandal. No, it would have been a, it would have been a, it would have been a better it would have been a better one to go to American Vandal first because American Fa- Vandal is another documentary. Yeah, see, Chris King and Segways oh, now. And then you would have gone to American Assassin because it's American. Yeah. So you right. turn do a rewind. <laughs> yeah, so do, do. talking about knobs. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> that's your cue. Chris, oh yeah, good, yeah, knob. No, it's actually it's actually interesting actually. Well, uh, what's it about? So it's an eight episode, thirty minutes each episode. Eight episode, um, <laughs> mockumentary, I think they call it. It's like it's, it's based like, on a true story, isn't it? That I don't know. I haven't looked up okay, that, but it's basically uh, staff parking lot. Twenty seven cars have been uh, vandalized with dick pics. Dictation. Well, no, um, <laughs> dick uh, graffiti, yeah? Yeah. and. Um, this one guy's been blamed for it because he, he likes to mess about in school and he draws dicks like everywhere. Super bad, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and he takes pictures of it, he's like, Dick of the day <laughs> And um And that's quite funny, like the dick jokes are quite funny and stuff. But um there's this one kid in the school, he's part of like the media club and he's quite nerdy, he doesn't get invited to parties and he he doesn't believe this guy has done it. And he's got like four points on why he doesn't think he's done it. And then the first point is, well, his dick drawings aren't the same as these trick drawings. Like, he's like, he doesn't draw the mushroom top on his dick. And he has bull hairs on his dick. So, okay. it can't um, be his. Before you go on, yeah. is any of us going to watch it? I'm not going to watch his shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, sounds ter- it sounds terrible. I'm sorry. It sounds absolutely terrible. I'm not going to watch Who it. Who found it? Was it me? Yeah, Are you going to watch it? I will watch it, but you... you go can, ahead, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, we'll spoil this for American... Well, there's no real, I can't really spoil it, because there's no true answer. Okay, so okay, how um, does the series progress? So, basically, there's this guy, and he's going in and out. He literally goes for every detail he can find about anything, and he, he kind of goes off of... So, it's almost like he's like, oh, this guy didn't do it, so I'm going to prove every way of why he didn't do it. And then he like has these nine candidates who could have possibly been involved because basically they had a sixty minute window or no, probably less than that to draw twenty seven penises and delete the footage because there's no footage of it and he's like well there's only nine people that he knows of that can delete that footage like logically so and that's everyone part of the media club or whatever club it is okay and um, so he narrows it down like two people at the hospital him and his mate these three girls and blah 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 and then it gets to a point in the series where he's then got to decide between him and his mate what did you just send me? oh no nothing it was just you just snapchat you mate alright about him and his mate um, I can't do it anyway Um, him and his mate he's like got to say he says to his mate look you've got to do a you've got to interrogate me and prove why I'm not the person who's done it because it only makes it fair if we do it like that and he does it and he takes the mick out of it and he's like there's like a picture of him like looking that way and he's like looking at someone's 
dick. He's on like an eye line and stuff. And he's like, you're not taking it seriously. He's like, I'm going to do one on you. And then, and then so he does it on him and he's like proper grilled him. He's like, maybe he did it because he fancies this girl and they, they've been friends for ages kind of thing. And he's like, well, you can't do that, mate. That's well out of order. You can't post this online. And he's like, well, I told you to take mine seriously. So I'm going to take yours seriously kind of thing. And he's like, well, mate, maybe I should tell everyone that you like to look at American uh, something magazine and basically insinuates that he jacks off to it. And then he's like, oh, you really like this girl? Like, how how would you like it? And he's like, well, I don't like it, but that that's the way of you proving the point, proving the point. And he literally posts it online all the time. Like, so it's not something where he's going to make it all and then do it. He posts it all online. So everyone's seeing it. And it, the, the school kids are like saying, oh, it's this person doing it, this person doing it, this person doing it. And eventually he comes to the conclusions of several people and then why these people have done it someone's mum's going out with someone else's mum like etc etc high school drama over you like, and you basically high school drama. basically by episode 7 he because the kid got expelled for this and then it like so and this kid eventually gets excluded for it because they're like well you're disturbing the peace at school and then there's loads of like rallies to say like come back come back don't let him go and then basically that kid gets let back at, to school and then the kid who got excluded gets um, they find some footage prove where he was at the time and it's basically his girlfriend had it and she wasn't there was a reason why she didn't show it but I won't spoil it because probably um, and basically you come to the verdict where he doesn't actually know who did it but he just knows that the unless guy I'm, unless I missed a part you don't know who actually did it okay. they had this proper like in-depth like time analysis because there's a party and there there's videos from all angles of the party, like Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. They've got all these videos in, and they've followed where this spray can goes, but they don't actually know who's taken it. Okay. I'm like, you spent all that time in this episode making this timeline of where this spray can went, and you still can't tell me definitively who the hell did this to the cars. It's not real, is it? This is a, you said it's a mockumentary, right? Yeah. Well, okay. it's only, I, I only call it, it a mockumentary. Only reason it's, I call it a mockumentary is because it's if it is based on a real thing and this kid did do this at school, um, he's not really making a documentary because he's posting it on YouTube kind of thing. But is it a comedy or is it like a... No, it's serious. They, they oh, it do, is serious? They do try and take it seriously, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I thought from there's the trailer it was going to be Obviously, there's a bit of comedy because the guy is dumb. The guy got accused of it is really dumb and they're like oh. weed heads and stuff like that they're probably like I thought it was going to be parodying like making a murderer <laughs> no no like but it kind of hits on the point that so one of the girls comes up to him at the party at the end of the year and they're like all cheering for him and stuff and she's like you posted online all the people like that I have a list of all the people I've kissed and got off with and done stuff with she's like you didn't need to put that in the documentary and afterwards he's like you're right I didn't I'm really sorry kind of thing because through that he showed everyone who she's been with she got a girl to break up with her boyfriend. Oh, it sounds like 13 Reasons Why. And it's like... So he's he's accumulated all this information. And instead of, like, editing it to just do it about the, the thing, he's just thrown it all out there and just being like, oh, everyone make for yourself. Like, I thought the teacher got fired because of it because the teacher was slagging off other teachers in it. And the teacher was like, well, I didn't realise you were going to do that. I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have said anything kind of thing. Um, and, yeah. But so just, the I'm... ending is... That he's still he's allowed back at school. This kid's life is pretty much ruined as well because of this exclusion. Like he was, he was he wasn't going very well for him anyway. But his life is ruined because of it essentially. And um, then the guy thinks he's figured out who's done it, but he can't actually prove she's done it. 
Okay. So that's the ending. And then the very ending is like, oh, there's a phone call. He's like, have you heard? Blah, blah, blah has been taken to prison. Like, because another dick drawing. And they're like, oh, it can't have been him, surely. There's literally a video of him drawing. The guy who got accused of drawing all the other penises, he drew this exact same penis on someone else's lawn. Uh. Because they basically were like, well, you're useless anyway. When he, when he came to say to him, like, I graduated kind of thing, they were like, well, I don't really care. So, like, then you have the thing that was, did he really do it in the end? Or did he not? Or was he just doing that to try and frame the other person? But was oh, he smart enough? And it's just like, and then they have this big question. There's like, they were like, loads of people were saying, like, it's really good because it, it shows that, like, true crime doesn't always give every side of the story. It kind of just gives that narrow line and then diverts a little bit, doesn't fully go off of it. And this kind of this gave a lot of opinions in it. This is a Netflix original series, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you think they're running out of material? <laughs> well, like, I, well as much as it wasn't a great series, it was interesting at the same so, time. So, so is there a cast list at the end of each episode? Does it say, like, John's played by Chris? Yeah, I think so. So then it's not real? Well, you could still do that for a documentary, which is replicating something that's happened. Oh, if it's like, uh, what do they call it, a reenactment, maybe? But... Yeah, but when they come up saying this is a true story. It didn't say it. I don't think it said true story anyway, so... Okay. Okay, well... I, I'll give it a... Probably a 7. I'll give it a 7.5. 7. I'll give it a 7. These it was... It was, it was I didn't really like the guy... The guy they cast as the, the one who was meant to be stupid and done all these dick pics. I didn't like his casting of it. Um... But yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, didn't take long to watch. Four hours, I mean... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. not, not, nothing in my life, is it, so... <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about American Assassin, which Obi and I saw yesterday. Um, you both want to see it, right? Yeah. So we won't go into spoilery go. detail. Yeah. Right. But uh, what what was it about? Um, a guy and his girlfriend, and basically... She gets m- slaughtered at the beach. Yeah. Oh, is that in the trailer? Uh, yeah, they say something about his girlfriend being slaughtered on the beach oh, okay. and he gets recruited by so, the FBI. Yeah, that happens and that basically turns him into a bit of a, bit of a madman. And so he goes gets recruited by... Yeah, he was kill terrorists, he goes out, he, Yeah, he goes out for revenge and then he gets recruited by a branch of the CIA, but not the CIA. It's like a... What's it, what was it called? Um, Orion? Yeah, it's like some, some sort of, of shadow. Yeah. Kind of and he's uh, has to get taught how to basically be a super super spy by uh, Michael Keaton Hank or Parry or it was his name was Stan Hanley is that right that's the one Stan Hanley so yeah and then they go after uh, a terror threat basically and um so yeah some people die and (laughs) as as many people as Fast and Furious or Uh, (laughs) ah No, I don't think no, it's, no, 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 it's, it's quite a lot of death in this. Is it like a, an American James Bond? Not really. Not really. No. No? no. Although he does come out of the water, doesn't he? Yeah. Like right out the sea and like his trunks and stuff. Did he? Did he do well though? The main character. Did he do well in that role? Because I, I kind of like him. I thought he was okay. Dylan O'Brien, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 I liked yeah. him. I thought he was right from the Maze Runner. And stuff. The start yeah. to the film was very John John Wicky, John Wick One. The same as John Wick One, I feel. Same John Wick. They announced the date of John Wick Three. Did they? Because I kind of you know John Wick One basically like it shows him and his wife being happy and suddenly bang his wife's dead and you find out he's an assassin. It's kind of I thought it was quite similar. To I did not from, expect that. Oh, I, expect I that. thought I, I mean from I when from when he walked away on the beach and he was looking at her, 
and they were showing shots of her him looking at her. I was like, okay, she's she's gonna die. Yeah, I did think spoiler. She was... Sorry, guys. Well, no, that's right. This happens within like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's really quick. Yeah. Like, his government's fit as well. Yeah. I knew she was gonna. Well, I I heard, assumed she was gonna die, but I thought they would long long it out a bit more because nah. it was kind of like cringe, isn't it? It's like, oh baby, you're right. Nah, because that and in the process and then. It, oh, you proposed as well, did he? Oh, yeah, sorry. No, it's all right. It doesn't really matter, does it? Because, like, in the trailer... It's inconsequential yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause that's in the, his motivation. In the trailer, they say about his motivation because the lady's like... The lady... the guy In the trailer thing, the guy asks why he wants to do this and then they have the little clip of the beach but then you don't see anything that happens yeah. on the beach. But, but yeah, so that shit goes down and I did not expect it that quickly, mm. which I quite liked because I was like, okay, cool, this is like you know, going to be quite fast-paced. Yeah. And I feel like it was quite fast-paced, but things was. happened quickly. There was obviously the montage of him training and stuff, but I I liked it because I, I quite like a, you know, a revenge sort of thriller, you mm. know, in the start of Taken. Um, and he was quite like a flawed character. Like, he didn't really listen much, did he? Kind of did his did own really thing. Discipline. And he was very focused on his own, like, in, he was quite selfish in that way. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was... It was I thought it was solid action. Like the plot was kind of formulaic, but with those sorts of films, it's more about the action. Yeah. Um, it was violent, bloody, uh, good supporting cast and things. Um, and the anti, I don't know, is it a spoiler to say what the threat is? Do I don't you know. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Right, if, yeah. I was, if you were to not have seen say it, it just and I was to say, say it, it would say. you say, think that was a spoiler to say what the threat is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, leave it out. Well, let me just say this. The threat is kind of very high. They up the ante like loads and I was like, whoa, like yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no more but I thought it was it, the film basically shows how incompetent the CIA appears to be in America. Because basically they they they, <laughs> they used uh Dylan O'Brien to find a terrorist and I was thinking like I was like, how has this novice been able to find this terrorist in Libya or wherever yeah, it was? Yeah, in like 18 months. Yeah, and you haven't been able... Like, you, they were tracking him so that they would, <laughs> so that he would lead them to the terrorist. Yeah. I was thinking like, what? <laughs> and like, they were like, not keeping track of people's phones and like, the people who they were working with. And I was just like, this makes the CIA seem so shit. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for, what's his face? There were a couple of things which like, we discussed after the film that we yeah. were like, mm, it doesn't make sense. I yeah, there's a few confusing bits. We can talk about it once you have seen yeah. it next week. I'll try to see it next week. Um, but yeah, I, would, I really enjoyed it. Was it. Decent. It, was, uh, it was decent. Yeah, proper solid. Um, I feel like he wasn't really an assassin, though. American no. assassin's a bit of a mismatch. He only killed like... I've spoken, he only killed like four people. Yeah. Or five, maybe. Really? I thought you said there were loads of deaths. Yeah, yeah not, by not him, necessarily though. by him. No. But he was more like American... It should have been called like American agent or something. Mm. You know, he, assassin an, sounds better. An assassin, I feel like, would be more clandestine. Like, he'd be like in the Clinical shadows. Clinical as well, probably. Yeah, you know, like something like the film Hitman. Yeah, more assassin. Like John Wick, you know, he's kind of super kind of trained. Yeah. Whereas Dylan O'Brien's quite rough mm. um, and raw. Plenty of dead fish, I reckon, as well. By the end of the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that. Probably seven. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd say go and see it. Decent film. Well, Anything else that you lot have seen recently that you want to talk about? Anyone got a uh, From the Archives? I can give you can... a From the Archives. Oh, uh, uh, I'll give you a choice. What a treat. Either Hancock or Jumanji. Um, Jumanji. Let's talk about Jumanji because uh, there's going to be a remake. Because I have never watched Jumanji. Uh, it's the first time while I was at oh, the okay, oh, okay. I watched mm. Jumanji. Um, classic. Um, yeah. It's very good. It's interesting. Uh, I didn't expect the first bit. Tell me what it's about. 
So it's about... It's well, it all starts with this board game being like basically buried bodies and people from way back when. Sorry, quickly. Did anybody ever watch the cartoon series? No. No, 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 no. I watched no. Sathura, which is the sequel, right? I don't know. Sequel? I don't know. I think it's just another film oh, is it? based on a board game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. Uh, it gets hidden and they're like, this is like an evil game. Like, hope no one ever finds it. This kid's getting bullied and then he finds the board game in his dad's yard well building yard takes it home plays it with a girl he really likes just before oh he's about to leave home plays it with a girl with a girl he really likes and he rolls dice and in the middle it says you'll be trapped in the jungle until someone rolls a three or a five or something like that i don't know and instead she's just i don't know what happened to her i think she i can't remember if she rolled dice first or rolled dice second but in whatever order she rolled it and then bats flew at her and then she ran out and just left the board game. Yeah, you have to finish it, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and then, so then, years later, two kids, their parents have died, they're living with their aunt, the aunt's the house, and they start playing the board game and, like, within three rolls, monkeys are about, killer flies are about, and they've released him from the jungle because they've rolled a three or a five. Uh, I'll definitely get the numbers wrong, but... And then he comes out, he's a bit like worse where he's like, where's my family? What year is it? Like, blah, 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 blah. And then he just goes on this little, like, wild goose chase trying to find everything. And then the kid psychologically makes um, Robin Williams, Robin? Yeah. yeah. Play the board game again. And he's like, oh. And then the little girl realises there's a fourth player to the game and they can't, they can't continue without the fourth player. So they have to find the woman who was there 27 years ago and play the game with her. Which then begs the question is, what happens if she died? <laughs> don't know. Like, is that game over? Don't know. Uh, I don't know. And then, um, and it's just these series of challenges for him, really. Like, there's a hunter who comes about, doesn't explain why the hunter and Robin Williams have history, really, but the hunter's after Robin Williams. Something must because have of the, in the jungle, Or just purely because of the dice roll, because Robin did it. And then there's a lion in there, and they basically, like... The cop's having a horrible time on the street trying to sort out everything, and he's like, like, what's happening? Robin Williams and the woman, I can't remember her name, like, they're having their inter- inner battles because she thinks she was a bit mental and he just lived in a jungle for 27 years, so he's probably... Or, well, not 27 years, however long it was. And then, yeah, and then it just, like, culminates that they've got to finish the game and it's just becoming a very big struggle to complete this game because of everything that's happening around them, like... Robin Williams falls into the floor, like there's water everywhere, there's plants trying to kill him. It's just a so bit board chaotic. game comes to life. Uh sort of. Board game where whatever happens in the middle comes to life. Okay. So whatever's said in the middle comes to, it doesn't come out of the board game, does it? No, it just happens it, around yeah, it's them. Just, and it's so. just madness. And basically the only way to get rid of it all is by completing the board game. And there's one point where the kid tries to cheat as well. And he tries to drop the dice because he only needs to get I think he needs 12 to win, so he drops both dice on the sixes, and the ball game realises he cheats, and so they turns him into something else, like this little like <laughs> raccoon kind of thing. Nah. And uh, they eventually do complete it, as you, as you are going to complete it in the games. But do they try and destroy the board or anything? No, so what happens is, once they complete the game, it reverts time back to when they originally started the ball game 27 years ago. Oh. And so... They know, so the two adults know all about the board game, so they obviously close it up, I don't know what they do with it, they hide it. Them two get together, live a really nice life, live in the house still. Uh, the guy who, so basically at the beginning, the kid accidentally ruins this guy's shoe, 
And this guy then becomes... I think the guy becomes a policeman, or his son becomes a policeman. I couldn't really work that out. And basically, they help each other out. And then they become really quite... They have a good fortune, because they come from a fortunate family anyway. Um, and so the kid had an argument with his dad, and they, he resolves that when he comes back to that time period. And then, basically, the two kids are there with their two parents. At this, they've been invited by the other two, because obviously they know who they are. And the other two are like, oh, yeah, we're going to go up this mountain. That's where, the, where they died. And they go, no, 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 no. You've got to stay here and do work. You can't go up that mountain. And basically, so they... So they, Robin Williams and this woman, have essentially, after going back in time, lived happily together, stopped these two kids from leaving their parents. That's the end of it. Okay. Great film. Yeah, it is Absolutely a really good film, actually. I'm is really, it a comedy? Is it like... It's got some comedy. Uh, I think I have when I was very young. It's got comedy, it. it's got adventure. It's good, good characters. Would you um, ever play it? No. If it was here right now, and uh, the stuff... There's, not a, in there's my, another board game Chris has Ouija. got on the shelf that we want. Uh, yeah, not in my house. Out. If you want to play Jumanji in someone else's house, that's <laughs> fine. I can tell you now, if you left me in a jungle for 27 years, when I come back, I'd probably kill you. So. <laughs> what board game would you play in real life, like if it came to life? Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> That's a good show. That's a good show. <laughs> just end up in jail. I'll go for 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 Go and they have like super power like abilities from the character that they pick um, and it does look a good laugh actually it's funny yeah Don Jensen and Kevin Hart I think I'm not sure funny duo I'm not sure why? I don't know oh, I really yeah. like the first one so I don't want him to like yeah, the first one is really good. I'd give it a seven point five eight. Okay. A bit old school as well, so maybe that's why it's deterred my rating a little bit. Do you have bit. it on DVD? No, I watched it on Netflix. I got oh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Oh, cool. I'll check that out. Unless it's on the, just the Croatian Netflix. No, no, I downloaded it before. I went <laughs> Croatian Netflix. No, because when you go to different countries, you get different um, options on Netflix, yeah. don't you? But I downloaded it on Netflix before I went over there, oh, and I okay. watched it in my tent. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, segue though, Dwayne Johnson. Been a bit of a feud with him. And one of the casts of Fast and Furious mm. family. Oh, Segway King, man. So what's up? What's the beef? Tyrese is not happy that Dwayne Johnson is going to do a... Spin-off of Fast and Furious based on Hobbs. Is that yeah. Right? yeah, Hobbs. So, yeah. So, like, basically, Tyrese uh, tweeted, or maybe added him on Instagram, some sort of social media, saying, like, basically, like, don't do the film um, because him doing that film would push back the date of Fast and Furious 9 and he's saying like we can't let the fans down like that and we all were basically saying basically he wants the money, money for now, yeah. Fast and Furious yeah. 9 as soon as possible Tyrus Gibson and Ludacris do and who's the other one Michelle Rodriguez yes. they do fuck all apart from those films so he's like oh yeah I'm going to get like 10 million you know every two years yeah, from when these films come out how could he be so upset about someone else doing a film like, I because know, he's not going to be I, in it yeah no but I know he's going to be set back a bit from getting his money but surely he's got millions in the bank just sitting there waiting to... I like, thought uh, Dwayne Johnson was going to be a uh, new president. Well, apparently, he's, apparently, he's he's, for apparently it, him he? and Tom Hanks, isn't it? Like 20, whatever. Tom Hanks? It's going to be ridiculous. America's going to turn into a joke. I thought well, Kanye West was going to You say that, yeah, but Dwayne Johnson get, does a lot of things and he seems to manage it quite well. So. Yeah. I mean, who's say that I don't know about... Who's politi- you know, fucking don't know about Terminator his was... Governor of California. That's true. Not, 
Not for very long though, was it? Um, yeah, so would it be just it Hobbs or would it be like, because him and Jason Statham had a Well, apparently they, yeah, was, think, they were saying about yeah. that, weren't they, that that might be in the film, the bromance, because yeah. it did really good chemistry actually. I feel yeah. like they do kind of need to take it in a slightly different direction now. Because, like, you know, people say, oh, yeah, the ninth one's going to be in space. Like, what the hell? Are they going to race, like, rockets or what? Like, <laughs> Oh, what? mate, that's going to be, like... That is wicked. What's that? Oh, what's that? Machete. That's going to be, like, the machete films, mate. They're so far-fetched. And then they oh, did machete yeah. in space. And I was like, yes. Have they done that yet? No, I don't think so, but... Um, They'll probably, like, race cars on the moon or something. That's when you like, run out of things. insane. Someone's got their base on the moon. You know what would be a good idea? And Universal, like, I will trademark this, uh, but you can give me kind of money for it, is if they did it in virtual reality, like, or they're on, like, an arcade game, right? So they're racing, like, in the arcade. So and they have to, like, you know, things will explode, but it will just be kind of America. graphics and there's, there's no, no harm. Yeah, because... What if there's a bomb attached to the arcade and then Wreck-It Ralph comes out and he's like... <laughs> and he Jumanji... I feel like Universal would want to trademark this. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. I will, I will develop this myself. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like Tron to me, mate. Oh, fuck you, man. Real oh, gosh, you have a question? Yeah. No. Oh, Tracy. We haven't had Moby question in a No, it's a question I asked you yesterday. Question oh, right. So, okay. oh, this is deep. Yeah, it's not film-related. No, it's, it's not film-related. It's a deep question. So, I had some question on the podcast. So, you're on a desert island... Um, and you can't get off it, and you pretty much you know you're gonna die. Um, and someone gives you a bottle and a bit of paper, and you can write. You can send a message to one person, uh, but it can only be like one sentence long. But you can't ask for help because you know like you're going to die. That's basically it. So who do you send a message to, and what do you say? Don't know, mate. I'll probably just bash one out and then. Serious answers, please. So I would. What I reckon we would all saying? we would all write to national newspapers and and um and TV channels and say give your average critics a listen give YSC podcast seventeen a follow. <laughs> no, can I have serious answers, please? Um, I uh, this is tricky. But what was yours? No, what was yours? So my like, one. Oh, I love you. Oh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do it to my brother and I'd say love you. Look after family. There you go. See, that's cute. Cute. That wasn't supposed to be sarcastic. That's right. I know everything I say sounds sarcastic. (laughs) But uh, what was yours, though? So my one was, I would send it to my mum, and I'd say, don't worry about me. Okay. Because my mum's a massive warrior. I'm just like, allow it, man. Be like, what's for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) My mum's going to be dinner. (laughs) My mum's going to be dinner since 2007. (laughs) I would write to Eminem, and I would say... Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> I left myself my pager and my own phone at the bottom. <laughs> that's too long, firstly. No, that's one sentence. That's two sentences. That's one sentence. That's definitely two sentences. Nah, colons, innit? <laughs> <laughs> can, I have a, no, can I have a serious answer from you? Can I ask you yesterday and you were chatting shit? Can I have a serious answer from you? Same from you, Ollie. Um, Same okay, I would probably write it to family. I'd just who? be like, who? It has to yeah, be one person. person. Oh, just one person. One person. That's what, that's um, probably just Jules. Be like... Fuck you. <laughs> have no regrets or have fun or just, you know, like, do whatever, you know? Enjoy life. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, innit? Why you should be to Lauren Shirley, no? Just have fun. Yeah. Maybe, don't know, maybe I'd, like, donate a bit of sperm and say, you know, have a kid or something with me after I'm gone. No. <laughs> because not allowed. Why? Why is that not allowed? <laughs> you have to put sperm in the bottle. <laughs> no, it's the idea have one piece of paper with a message that is one sentence long. And also, what? Lauren want to have some of your sperm and then because then she like she'd have your child but then she like if she gets because it's a reminder of me isn't it no no, no. alright can I 
Can I draw a picture? No, you can. This is you can't have loopholes. All you can do, you can write words. What picture would you want to draw? You have one sentence. I don't know. Picture of me and her. It's a little tiny piece of paper. You you got enough to write. I would do a little hangman and like have like the every other letter. No, can I have a serious answer, please? I'm not ending this podcast till I get a serious answer. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I'd just say I'd probably write it to her and just say you know have enjoyed and loved every minute. Oh. and That's yeah, sorry, uh, sorry. Semicolon. Why would you say sorry? <laughs> sorry, I can't be there for the rest of it. Isn't semicolon technically the end and it's the not, continuation? It's not a full stop, though, is it? Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll allow you because that was actually a serious answer for once. Oh gosh. Mm. All right. Well, listeners, what would you say to your loved one? Maybe you can fit in 140 characters and uh, tweet us. That'd be a good one. What would you mm. tweet out? But um. Yeah, so we're YSC Podcast 17. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes at Your Average Critics. And then um, also, if anyone's seen Mother, do let us know what you think of it um, and what your reading of it was. Um, has anyone got anything else to add before we finish for today? Listen to our football co- podcast, Sunday League Pedigree. And where can they find that? Where can they follow it? Um, at Sunday League Pod on Twitter. And are we on iTunes, SoundCloud? Yeah, Sunday League Pedigree. <laughs> on iTunes and SoundCloud. Cool. Well, thank you for listening and uh, tune in next week.